right. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Advice. I am your uh, co-host, David Zafra, and I'm here with... Brittany Herzbrand. Other co-host. And we have two guests today, Matt Louve. Hey. And Emily Gao. Howdy do. And uh, yeah, guys, we're here to talk about unsolicited advice. <laughs> like we always are. Like we always do. <laughs> I don't know why intros are weird today. But uh, so what's going on, guys? Let's uh, we, we like to kick off this podcast with if you guys have any uh, advice that you like to carry around in your life or have you been given some good advice recently? Do you like to give a certain advice bit to people to help them out in their struggles? Fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got something? You I pick have, one. I have, yeah, you no, can you pick go. one. I've been trying to practice daily affirmations because I hate myself a lot of the time. So literally looking in the mirror when you wake up and saying three good things about yourself. My therapist was very into that. She, mm. I think it turned her on a little bit. So I think it's good. Is that your, your goal in therapy? <laughs> to turn on your therapist? Not at all. But I don't, don't, don't want to derail that. She is proud. Do you feel like that has actually been beneficial Actually, there's like scientific studies that negative thinking actually creates synapses within your brain that train you to continue to think negatively. So I'm trying to reverse years of that by uh, doing this affirmation thing. I feel like a crazy person doing it, but I think in the long term, it'll help. No, I definitely think, I mean, obviously the, I mean, that's just logical. The more negatively you think, the more that's going to resonate in your life. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my therapist is the complete opposite of any, he literally doesn't really talk at all during our sessions it's actually like i feel like i need therapy for my therapist because he makes me feel so like i think he's oh you have a male therapist i do oh i like him though. okay he's actually because i've seen several therapists throughout my life and uh they all like to talk about themselves or mm -hmm. like i tell them something and they relate that to a situation in their life sort of thing and i feel like that's not really a proper way to do therapy. Yeah, and I don't he, like that. I literally know nothing about him and I've seen him for like four years. He never talks about himself at all. He like has no ego. He literally is just like, okay, and let's explore that. Like how does, he doesn't really like ask me, oh, he'll be, how do you feel about that? But he doesn't right. kind of like lead the conversation at right. all, which is uncomfortable for me uh -huh. because I'm like, can you ask me what we should talk about? You know, but I think, I don't know. I think it's actually a good thing, but yeah, it's it's awkward for sure. <laughs> but he would he would never tell me to do daily affirmations. I don't I think that's uh, just not his style. Oh, so you can tell me to do it. I just I think I I think I was, you read I, into something I read, you said. I read into it and then I came in next time and I was like, guess what I'm doing? Oh, okay. See, I don't know. That seems like a great idea, but I don't know if I could do it. Like, it just seems like I. I fight against my own brain constantly just to not hate myself. So to go out of my way to be like, you know what? Let me say real nice things about me today. <laughs> I feel like that's way too much. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite a time. I feel like more often I'll like look at myself in the mirror for way too long and my face will start to like not look at my face. <laughs> sort of like look like my face. And I'm like, that's what I do in the mirror. Morris. Do you know what I that mean? That sounds very normal. Do you know what I mean? When you look at yourself for so long, your face starts to just It's like slip. when you say one word over and over until it stops saying No, I understand it does, that. It doesn't even make sense. It's yeah. not a word anymore. I do that all the time with my face. Cool. So you're a Batman villain? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like maniacal. Yeah, basically. Interesting. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Do you have any... Any advice? None. <laughs> None. 
<laughs> is there a certain like uh like philosophy that you'd like to live your life by yes <laughs> um I'm i don't know i think i've i did i had a since we're doing therapy talk i had a couple of stints with therapy and i hated it uh i just I well I, find the right therapist though, I, yeah i just completely hated it just completely hated it oh, what did you um, about it I just uh, the thing I hate about therapy is that they're not allowed to just say like you're being a pussy. Basically, you can if oh, no. you ask. Like, no, they my will. therapist does. My therapist is like you're lying right now. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. My therapist calls me out on my shit. Yeah. She keeps it. Re- Erica keeps it real. Shout out, Erica. <laughs> so Thank mine, you. he's not like it's not. A, he's like I don't. He doesn't really give advice. But if I'm like straight up, I know that it's not in your practice to do that. But I'm asking you directly, like, what do you think I should do, or why do you think I feel this way? Then he'll be like, all right, like this is why I think yeah. that. Yes. So. Sounds like cool. too much negotiating with your therapist. Like I'm not, I don't want that. Like it seems too no, that's difficult. A, that's a better form of therapy than what I got. Yeah, I'm sorry that you've had such a bad experience. And and et yeah, but elaborate. Say more. No, it was just like I just felt like I was being had all the time. Like I would walk in, I would hands, I would have an hour long conversation about you know whatever my own problems. I would basically just talk to myself. It's like talking to a computer program, where you say. You, you generate the conversation and you generate the insights and you build on the things that you're talking about, et cetera. And then there's someone just kind of co-signing it passively and looking at you and listening to you and, and just kind of pushing you along in a passive role. And I just felt like it was a scam. I just felt scammed. Yeah. Aww. So is there anybody that you talk to when you're going through hard times? Uh, just you. <laughs> I've been waiting. You just curl up <laughs> in the fetal position and call moment. it a day? No, I don't know. I just felt like uh, my basic conclusion was that I already know all the things that are wrong with me and, yeah. and know pretty much. Like, I, I can figure it out, and I feel like I have for the most part. I feel like I feel that way about myself frequently, um, and I am not completely convinced that therapy actually is beneficial for me personally. But I guess there probably is something to be said about at least just talking about the things Mm -hmm. that you're going through to an impartial person that you really don't give a shit about. But I will say I have had one breakthrough through therapy that I actually never thought about before because I'm super adverse to affection. It makes me really uncomfortable and when people are affectionate towards me, I like feel like sometimes I'm in like physical pain and I don't know why. Like yeah. when people touch me, I'm like really bothered by it. And uh-huh. I feel like even though they're the ones touching me, they don't want to be touched. And it's like, a, and so I was talking to my therapist about it and I was saying like, I, you know, maybe I guess maybe just deep down subconsciously, like maybe I hate myself. Maybe I think I'm not worthy of affection. I don't really feel that way, but I can't figure out why I think think this right and that was like one of the only times he actually was like because the only person in my life that I'm affectionate towards willingly is my mom so that was the only time where he was like I feel like you think affection is familial so anytime somebody is affectionate towards you and they're not your family and it's like in a romantic way Mm -hmm. it is like off-putting to you because it feels like that should be a family thing Mm. and I was like holy shit that actually makes a lot of sense and that's why it like disgusts me I'm a huge proponent of therapy so yeah but I never like that's the one thing that like I like never really occurred to me before because I was like oh I guess like based on everything I've ever heard like if people touch me and I don't like it I probably hate myself deep down which I guess was like but I don't actually think that so I was like that actually resonated way more with me uh-huh yeah so it can you know 
Right on. Yeah. I've been thinking about going to therapy since I've been going through like huge, huge like lows of <laughs> insecurity lately. So You're yeah, referring I to the insecurity that's, that's been gnawing at your soul. Yeah, I've been going through some serious shit. So you look fly as hell though, dude. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I wish I wish <laughs> that re- that reflected in the way that I feel on the inside, but it's not, and it's unfortunate too because I. I, I was feeling so positive and then just like certain life changes came about and then I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm terrible. Yeah, <laughs> finally have some voice hasn't changed yet, but you know, <laughs> I don't think that caught on mic, but <laughs> we'll have to edit that in. Sounds good. We'll have you do. So is this your first beer? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Who really just turned 21? Me or you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> so anyways, should we get into, <laughs> get in some questions? Okay. So this is not a Halloween theme question, but it just has that in the, um, question. Anyway, it says, I live in a friendly family oriented neighborhood, or at least it used to be until X moved in about two years ago. He is withdrawn, is reclusive, and hates children. He leaves the lights off at Halloween and shouts at any children who knock on his door. He's lodged several complaints about kids coming into his yard without permission and sent notes to everybody warning that he was not prepared to take on any liability for their safety on his property. He's had particular difficulty with my seven-year-old son, who seems drawn to his home, and he's gone from complaining to me to saying horrible things to my child. Uh, this runs the gamut from telling him that there is no Santa Claus to a detailed description of the, cl- the crimes of serial killers to an explanation of how animals are butchered for meat. I'm furious, but X insists that this situation is entirely my fault and has warned that the next time my son steps onto his property, he will, he will bring charges. Do I have any recourse here? How do I persuade this angry, unpleasant man that harming a child with words is out of order? And what do I say to my son, who is now having nightmares about serial killers and afraid to cross the street? Uh, you could beat the shit out of him. Okay, well, let's... That's, that's an option. The, the man or the, the son? The kid. The <laughs> fucking kid trespassing, breaking the law, okay. violating oh his God. privacy. And no. I am not saying in any way that this man is right, but like, how hard is it to tell your kid not to go on his property? Yeah, I'm yeah. questioning the parenting of this person uh, asking yes, this question. Same, because it's like, I, I feel like this man has obviously probably told that woman several times, like, you, if your kid keeps going onto my lawn, shit's gonna go down. Yeah. And she has obviously not taken enough. Yeah. It's they her. sell leashes for kids now, so. I'm not even saying, but I mean, she's like, how do he's afraid to cross the street? Well, yeah, I guess you should tell him not to cross the street into his yard. I'm. I'm not saying that, guys. Obviously, that's terrible what he's doing. Yeah, very. But he has every right to do whatever the fuck he wants in his own home like if that kid is consistently going on his property that's well this guy's clearly a sociopath yeah but i mean fuck him but also this the the tone of this letter is very conciliatory towards the guy i feel like this person is completely afraid of conflict and afraid of setting hard limits for her kid yeah and i also would be a woman asking the question uh, I guess we don't know, but I feel like a like I don't feel like a dad would really take the time. <laughs> <laughs> never know, you David never know. might, but never, David, yeah, maybe it's David. David's a really question. good dad, but I feel like for the most part, you know, I think <laughs> I think it's a mom <laughs> writing this. What yeah. parent has their kid threatened by like? 
describing Jeffrey Dahmer and shit. And it's just like, how do I reach out to this this troubled soul? How do I build a bridge with this with this man? <laughs> this guy who's talking about Jack the Ripper. Yeah. No, I would be like, don't ever go in that guy's yard ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems simple just, to me. Uh, yeah, it seems like just keep them away from the house. Also, my kids like found out about Santa Claus way before this kid. So, <laughs> yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I, I blame a little parenting on that. But that guy is obviously really fucking weird, which is, I think, more reason why you should keep your kid away from that house. Somebody scratched my neighbor's car and they were blaming it on the kids. And so I don't let them play when the neighbor's cars are there anymore. It seems like a pretty simple solution. That's in the street. That's public, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's a little different. Whatever. Bottom line is that better parenting could be at play right here. Yeah. Maybe you should like severely enforce your kid from going in that guy's yard because you can't really control what that guy's going to do, but you can control what your kid is going to do. Yeah. Isn't it illegal to scream threats at a child? That's a really good point also. (laughs) It must to like, yeah, to quote, whatever to like uh describe violent murders to a child in a threatening way i don't cannot, think that's illegal that cannot be legal i think that's just filed under like see i don't think it's legal well it's harassment right or threatening I think it could be, maybe yeah that's what i'm saying it's his house a child Jesus. Well, you, well, yeah, you kill it's, a kid. Yeah, you can. It's been. I didn't look into that. I don't know. If that, I don't know. I question the legality. Of to shit. a child. Do it. Do it. You can do it. <laughs> I'll fucking look it up. I. If you're, do not if have you're, the answer, do you? are you as educated about? I know uh, that uh, gun laws are you are, as you are about animal I was facts. Because yeah. if you are, then I don't trust your gun yeah. law facts. Uh, I mean, last year there was that case about the guy who was. That angry white man who was shooting after like a black boy who was just like walking on his lawn. That was a, uh, Trayvon Martin. No, no, no. Oh, I was like, that was, that was not, a long time. No, that was not Trayvon Martin. This yeah. is another harassed black boy. So okay. that happened on someone's property. I don't think that was legal. I think the guy got fined for trying to shoot a child. Oh well, if he got fined, then no. Uh, I don't. No, he, I don't think anything happened to him, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. So ignorant about this part, please cut it out. I swear to God, I really don't want it in the podcast if we sound like idiots. I mean, I feel like we do regularly anyway. I'm fine sounding like an idiot. Okay. All right. Raw, raw, raw. Well, on, on that topic, um, <laughs> well, not not about shooting people, but uh, so this is, this is just a ridiculous one. Um, so this says, uh, my husband and I fight all the time. He gets angry at the littlest mistakes I make and blows up and says some awful things to me. Then five minutes later, he forgets about his angry outburst. I've tried to get him to control his temper, but no success. He's an Aries and I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> Based on our sun signs, do you have any advice? <laughs> Speaking of ignorance, I really don't know anything about this. That's such, that's such I, a I'm Capricorn the girl who question. nods along when everybody horoscopes just so i don't feel excluded as a taurus <laughs> um i understand your loyalty to this person that's a key characteristic to my side uh david and i have actually been talking a lot of not a lot of shit about this recently but 
we both aren't super into star signs, but I started sending him characteristics about uh, what he is, and they all fit him. Oh so they do. They do. Everything that it said, like his like his negatives and his pos- positives were, were like spot on with what he is. And let's he go. Just, let's go over his negatives. <laughs> you know, what are you again? I can't. Yeah. I can't. Your, oh my God. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. <laughs> it all makes so much sense yes wow she sent me several buzzfeed quizzes to try to determine wow. my uh my sign BuzzFeed. and they they're always wrong That's some good science the buzzfeed quizzes have been wrong but the thing that i have sent him from astrology websites that um characterize virgos are correct okay so their weaknesses they're shy they worry they're overly critical of their selves and others and they're all work and no play uh, oh, oh, is that not David? Uh, the Virgos like animals and healthy food. Uh, d- he works for Fraser Farms, which is a health food grocery store. They like books and nature and cleanliness. Virgos dislike rudeness, asking for help, and taking center stage. I'm sorry. That is like. As opposed to all the other signs who love rudeness. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. That is wow. literally. David. Some of those things definitely apply to me. Uh, which, which one doesn't? <sighs> I don't know. I, I am actually uh, very skeptical about nature. I, uh, I think it's, I think nature hates us. And so I don't like to romanticize nature. I like to oh. remind myself that nature hates us and it's trying to kill us all the time. I take a very Werner Herzog approach to nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. I think it's actually very accurate because it says that it fits perfectly between Taurus and Capricorn and I'm Taurus and we have a podcast together. Matt, do you know your sign? Yeah, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, interesting. This, they're supposed to be totally mean, ignorant right? about this stuff. Uh, yeah, I hear. Well, like people try to guess my sign and it takes them five or six guesses, but mm-hmm. when they finally get to Scorpio, they're always like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm Libra. That's all I know. Didn't we? What did we run into with Libras recently? I thought. Am I thinking of something else? Yeah, I don't know. Your friend was a Libra, right? Oh, never mind then. I don't know what's happening anymore. I just thought that was dumb, so I just wanted to share that because I thought it was funny and stupid. It's funny. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that was yeah. That was our astrology question of the day. (laughs) What do you got, Brittany? I am a female technician in an ophthalmologist's office. Today, I had a patient who was wearing a low-cut shirt that exposed her bra and cleavage. Her arms were crossed under her breasts, pushing them up. It was so distracting that I respectfully said, please do not take offense, but would you mind lifting your top because it's revealing? She laughed and apologized. Later on my break, I was talking about this incident with several coworkers. My manager overheard and told me I could be fired for saying what I had said to the patient. Can I really get fired for telling the patient to fix her shirt? Well, that's like a legal question, so I feel like I'm not qualified at all to answer that. Um, I I would need to do some research on this one because I have no fucking idea. My gut tells me that there's probably something questionable to be said there if the patient maybe felt uncomfortable by that comment, but 
at the same time, I don't know. I feel like that's, I don't know. What do you think? I agree. If they make the patient feel uncomfortable, then maybe there's something legal as far as that goes. But what about the legal ramifications of the patient making them feel uncomfortable? Yeah. I really? Don't, I, think it's I mean, a one workers' way. rights. I don't, I don't well, know. Yeah, but still, it's like, yeah, client over worker, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know, though. If if it's making them uncomfortable doing their job, you don't think that, and I, I'm not saying that this is what I think, but you don't think that they should be able to say, like, hey, can you not do that? I think in any other situation, no, I completely agree with you, but because of the worker-patient dynamic, whatever the patient feels is still going to trump whatever this worker says. What is the how is the work well, the worker was was he a doctor or what is no she's a it's it's she's a technician she's a technician I don't know I just feel like you shouldn't be getting distracted by that kind of thing it's I, I don't know maybe just kind of like set it aside but I don't know if you'd necessarily get in trouble for that it doesn't it seems like it's in a very legal gray area and I'm not exactly sure I'm, I don't know law that well so I feel like I, this is very questionable. We might have to do some research. So if you have any, if we have any lawyer listeners, <laughs> if anybody out there, if Jordan Parker listens to this podcast, can you please reach out to me and let me know? He's a stand-up comic that also is a lawyer, was a lawyer at one point. Or if if Christian Spicer is listening, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> let me know if uh, if there if this person is in the right or in the wrong. All right. So this one, I'm gonna skip part of this question because this person put like a paragraph on, of kind of unnecessary. Uh, information on there i almost feel they unfortunately did not talk about being pillars of their community or uh you know having jesus christ as their lord and savior on this one uh or their job honestly but it is just a like like a paragraph of unnecessary information but what they're basically trying to get at is uh they're saying so i've become uh upset recently because something you might think is really dumb two years ago an older man who is a family friend called me fat at dinner he came up to me and asked me what the hell i'd been eating and put his hand on my stomach i was really upset and told my parents that i didn't want to hang out with him they said i don't like this <laughs> they said do what you want two months later it's my father's birthday and i'm flying home for it my mom refuses to tell me who's on the guest list and i find out why he's invited i tell my mom that i might not be able to make it and she tells me to get over it that i am putting my father in a bad situation and that it's a virtue to put my emotional needs on the back burner so i get upset and tell her how i really feel and she accuses me of spewing venom at her my poor defenseless mother so how do i really feel only uh that this seemingly trivial occurrence is a long standing pattern in our relationship throughout my life she has communicated to me that my feelings are uh, always less important than everybody else's she allowed a maid who emotionally abused me from infancy to stay in my family for 17 years punished me when i acted out against the abuse she told me to get over my depression and my autoimmune disease that cropped up a few years later and that other people had it worse in the midst of my illness sadness and grueling uh, graduate school program she constantly threatened me with money telling me that i was so ungrateful for all of her sacrifices i posted about this story online and got a fair amount of support from people asking why the hell i was letting my family walk all over me but i also had some comments telling me that uh, I was the narcissistic one for making my father's day all about me, that I was being petty about something so trivial and that I needed to grow up and get over it. So I exploded. I've been told all these things all my life. Get the fuck over yourself. Stop making everything about you. Stop ruining things for everyone else. So I ripped these co commenters a new one in the most vicious way that I could think of and got banned, of course. The thing is, part of me wonders if they're right. I'm sad, confused, really depressed, and I'm, uh, am I 
selfish? Am I not selfish enough? Am I being a brat or a pushover? I don't know what the right answer is. I've been here before this horrible limbo where everything seems wrong and nothing seems real. I hate it. Well, she really buried the lead on that one. Oh my God. That is probably one of the most complicated, maybe not complicated questions we've ever had, but there are so many. It's the Tiramisu. It's layered. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the question was about one thing and then she just casually drops in that her mom allowed the violence of a nanny towards her. Like, (laughs) it's, I mean, if everything she's saying is true, which I will assume that it is, I mean, I just think she should cut ties with her family altogether. I think that time to become estranged. Yeah, I feel like that would be the healthiest thing to do. And even if all of those other things didn't happen, I think it was the uncle that did that. She was saying really hope therapy. Just side note. Well, no, Matt would not recommend that. <laughs> In this particular case, I might make an exception. <laughs> yeah. I really hope she's seeing someone about this. But I think anybody, I mean, people are very insecure about their bodies and how they look all the time. And for somebody close to you to tell you, like, hey, what are you eating? You look fat and, like, rub your stomach. So, like, I don't feel like that's a trivial thing. Like, that's I, I would want to know how old that guy is. Yeah. Because if he's greatest generation, that was just completely normal for them. Whose generation? They, they would hector fat people mercilessly. And like whether it's right or not, that was just like part Wait, of the social What generation contract. did you say? Like older people. Oh. Um, I feel like that is, in comparison to the other issues that were broached, <laughs> very minor. Um, Definitely. But I still feel like I understand why that sort of thing would stick mm-hmm. with you yeah, no I yeah I definitely have rel- okay they're not rubbing my stomach but yeah definitely who make comments about my body every time we get together for sure yeah it sucks and it's painful like I had uh I remember there was one time where um my uncle had sent an email to somebody that I saw and he was like like j- had described me to somebody and he like referred to me as pudgy oh. and like for, and I was like okay and like that was like 10 years ago and I'm bringing that up now because it like was pain like it's painful when somebody like describes you in a way that you don't want to think of yourself or you're insecure about yeah for sure yeah I don't think that's trivial at all yeah it stings let me tell you yeah but there's also so much more going on here yeah like I said tiramisu (laughs) yeah there's there's a lot happening here so I'm very yeah this whole situation seems bad and uh that is also my expert opinion. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that, I would say that to this person that they're not being dramatic or anything like that. I think they're right in feeling the way that they're feeling. Um, it's it's a pretty fucked up situation. Um, yeah, families families can suck. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people think that when somebody is their family, they no matter what have to make a huge effort to keep them in their life. Um, but you don't have to. Family is actually as meaningful as you make it. So if somebody is creating more negative emotions in you than positive and they're toxic, it's completely fine to not be in that person's life anymore. Right. I really want to know this person's background because, like, culturally speaking, from, like, a Chinese background, like, you do not, like, you sacrifice everything for your family, even if they are the most abusive person in the universe. I didn't know other ethnic backgrounds have this tendency as well, so I'm very curious to know. But, yes, unfortunately, I I agree with you 100%, but unfortunately, some cultures go against that. 
Yeah, there is a cultural thing to it. I think it's the same for like Mexican people. There's yeah, like a big exactly. family element to, mm-hmm. to certain things. But I think, uh, yeah, in my family, we've always put more important, like less importance on like blood relation and more on like, I don't know, just like the relationships that we've had. We've just within our immediate family, my, my, my brothers and my sisters, less so we've put big distance between like aunts and uncles and all the my mom's family is terrible. So we, we yeah. put a lot of distance between ourselves and them. She has a lot more trouble with it, but we're always trying to get her to like push away a little bit, try to create a little bit more distance, make some boundaries because mm-hmm. it can get pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> So the next question is, I was watching my boyfriend's two children, ages seven and nine. My mom was there to help. She started referring to me as mommy to them. Mommy's making you a snack now, et cetera. I've only known these kids for a year since dating their father. They like me, but their mother is very much alive. They spend half of their week with her. When I challenged my mother later, she said she'd try to remember not to do it again. What's to remember? I'm 40 with a PhD, and I don't want children of my own. I think she was punishing me for not having kids. You? So I'm I'm a little confused. So the mother was calling herself mommy or calling her daughter mommy? So this woman is dating a guy who has kids. This woman's mother is referring to her as their mom, even though she's not. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's my opinion. (laughs) Don't do that. It's funny because when you start to read um, advice column questions over and over, like we have, like she's like, I'm 40 with a PhD. Not relevant. Not relevant. But people love to tell you how accomplished they are Mm -hmm. in regards to the questions. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Any, I, I got uh, nothing. No, <laughs> it's bad. This is a. It reminds me of um, my mom. She's got a boyfriend, and she, Ooh, yeah, she, <laughs> she calls. Uh, she tells the kids that that's their grandpa. Like my kids, she tells my kids like say hi to grandpa. It's like it's. And I've never said anything to her about it, but she, it's like, he, is, she, is he cool about it? I guess so. Cause he goes along with it, I guess, but they've been dating a long time, but he's not their grandpa though. My mom and him are not together. He's not my dad. So it feels weird for them to be referring to. I, how long is a long time? Uh, since before they were born. But I, but he's not their grandpa. I don't know. I, I, they've brought it up to me before. They will. I don't even think they necessarily agree that he is. Because of what you. It's not like I've been super vocal about it, but I get. I have said like he's not really your grandpa. <laughs> but I don't know. It just seems weird to me for for that title to be given to somebody that's not really like a real grandpa. Like he comes around, but it's not like he doesn't live with my mom. He just comes by and visits. But they're very much in a relationship, correct? Yeah. I, I don't know. To me, that doesn't seem that weird if they have been dating seriously before your kids were born. He's not. I get the resistance 
because your father has passed away and like that's their actual grandpa but I don't know I don't think it's that weird like I would get if they just started dating and she was like oh this is your grandpa but if she's been seriously dating this person for years and years and years and is probably going to be with them and for the foreseeable future and that's like probably her new life partner I kind of understand it or am I off base I don't know what you guys no I'm with you I'm on that train too I don't know I just feel like he's like I, I remember there was a podcast that I listened to with uh, uh, W. Kamel Bell and Pete Holmes where uh, 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 so sorry to hear that <laughs> hey what was okay. that yeah. whoa wait sorry you don't like no go ahead so no is this a co- another comedy podcast? It's a comedy podcast. He was talking. So the, the basic idea is that Kamel was talking about how he had his dad be like, oh, you can call like his girl. You can call her mom if you want. And he was just kind of like, well, but she's she hasn't mommed. So if he felt like it wasn't earned for her gotcha. him to call her because she hasn't actually mommed him. That's how I feel about this guy. Is like he comes around every once in a while and spends some time with my mom. And sometimes the kids happen to come over to visit and he's there also for holidays and stuff like that but my mom also watches him throughout the week and he's not around so he's not doing anything like that's gr- like a grandpa thing it's not like he spends time with them he's just there sometimes when they're also home so if they were married and maybe he was there all the time and she referred to him that way you might feel differently about it which i yeah i guess i get that that makes sense right I might still feel different. I think I just don't want to give him a title because I don't feel like he's their grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, that's fair. I mean, no offense to him, but he's not, he's not my fucking dad. He's not their fucking grandpa. I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Maybe I'm being weird about it, but that's how I feel. Okay. What if she remarried him before your kid, even after your kids were born, but before your kids were born. So what if she would, was married to him? He lived with her. And that's her new husband and your kids stayed with them, came over, spent holidays with them, all of that sort of thing. Would it, it be out of line to you or would you not agree with her referring to him as their grandpa? If the kids want to call him grandpa, that's fine with me. But I'm not going to say, hey, there's grandpa. I'll just be like that. Oh, yeah. My mom's boyfriend is still. <laughs> I just I'm not going to. I don't know. I just. <laughs> You should you should get your kids to call him grandma's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather that or them call him by his name. I just yeah. don't. I just don't want to give him the title grandpa. I just feel like it's not earned. Do you like him aside from that? I really don't know him that well at all. He's always just kind of like come over and hung out a little bit. And he's always been very quiet and kept to himself and never really wanted to commit super hard to my mom. So he's just kind of like, I don't know. He's probably a Virgo. Oh my uh, god! Classic. This burger. adds up. Yeah, it's adds. Yeah, you're probably right. Chortle, chortle, chortle. Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> so move on to another question. <laughs> that, got, that got too weird. <clears throat> uh, so this says, uh, I have a friend who is very sporadic, really only reaching out to me when she is bored and needs something. I don't mind being a now and then friend, but she often appeals uh, uh, for support or action on social media. Whenever I respond to her, please for help, she never acknowledges my efforts. It wouldn't be a problem except that she rants about how no one ever supports her. I don't know how I'm supposed to be a friend that feeds her needs. Am I being too sensitive? Cut her off. 
I mean, that's not a person who actually wants friendship. That's a person who wants attention. Word. So, yeah, I Seconding mean, that. I don't know that you necessarily have to cut them off, but probably stop reaching out to them in a real way. And if they actually need help, they can come to you for it. I don't, I mean, I don't know. As somebody who's just experienced a good amount of toxic friendships, I don't. Just don't. It's emotionally exhausting. Don't. Don't reach out to her anymore. Yeah, I, I, I knew somebody like that on social media also that, like, would post, like, super passive-aggressive stuff about how none of her friends were supportive of her. And then all her friends would be like, well, what the fuck? I just reached out to you this week to hang out and you said no. So, yeah, there's. I think some people are just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like if you actually need help, you don't post about it. I mean, I can't say this definitively, but for the most part, I feel like a lot of people who post about things publicly on Facebook are looking for attention when in reality, if you realistically needed help or were really struggling, you probably would directly try and get in touch with these friends that you are saying are ignoring you. No? Yeah, no, I Okay. Yeah, like when I need, I like, I know, or I, I know, yeah, I call them. I just call my friend. I don't post about it. You call people? Yeah. Oh, I don't. You don't call people? people? No, the only person I will talk to on the phone is my mother. I love calling people. I, I miss it because I used to talk to people on the phone more often and I feel like I had no, no pre people that I'd feel comfortable calling. <laughs> I'll, 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 re I'll reach out to Brittany through Facebook Messenger because we still don't have each other's numbers <laughs> despite being <laughs> friends for like fucking five years at this point. <laughs> I don't have his phone number. We literally only communicate through Facebook. Wow. So. Damn. Yeah. Kudos. You have been so quiet, Matt. Yeah. I have. <laughs> Matt is just lurking in the corner. Yeah. I'm just drinking this beer, man. You didn't even get another one for yourself. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? I oh, did. you just threw your other one away. Yes. I see. I'm okay. a good citizen. I'm like some Doing people. your part. Got it. Yeah. We were just being lazy. We didn't want to get up and throw our other beers away. <laughs> There's a trash can right behind us, so that's always an option if we need it. Yeah. Beautiful. No. <laughs> that that's a thing. Do you do you always feel comfortable reaching out to a certain groups of friends or certain people? Like, I feel like I have like maybe two people that I'll feel comfortable enough to be like, Hey, I'm really struggling with this thing right now. You're one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's like about, I got like one Aww. more person besides that. And then, and then I got Madison and that's my whole group of people that I can communicate about like whatever dark shit I'm going through at the time. Uh, I feel that it really depends on how much something is bothering me because sometimes if it's a lot I don't even want to talk about it at all because I just like I just don't want to explain it like I would just rather not but uh now I don't even know what your question was <laughs> do you feel comfortable reaching out to help uh, for help I don't know if I would say that I feel like it's for help but yeah, if I feel really bothered by something, then yes, I do reach out to people. And I feel like you are one of the people that I reach Aww. out to as well. Friendship. David is so good at advice and also just being like there for people. It's not even advice, but just like talking you through things. Congratulations on not being trash. I feel really good about that because honestly, I'm always like when Brittany's talking to me, sometimes I'm like, fuck, am I saying the right thing? I feel like I'm such a terrible. Aww. <laughs> It's like, God, every time Brittany ever talks to me because that's all she talks. 
<laughs> Lately, that's probably been accurate. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think it goes both ways. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not a bad thing. I I appreciate it, but also I'm just like uh, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing. If I'm just making it worse, mm. so that's nice to hear. Uh, whose turn is it? <laughs> okay. Wait, is it? I thought I just read the one about the friends who are reaching out through social media. Uh, <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> okay. I'm a college student and have met a few people who I would consider friends. However, there is one friend in particular, Sally whom I have helped out a lot since we met. There have been times when I've taken her to and from work. She has paid me back for gas, and I have even helped guide her to the Lord after a friend died by suicide. I love Sally and consider her a dear friend, but this semester she has begun running with a different crowd. She always parties and drinks and looks for companions. Oh, man, this guy. She has completely dropped me to the point where she ignored a text I sent her about plans she had initiated with me. I feel taken advantage of and unappreciated in friendship. <sighs> I don't want to cut her completely out of my life, but at this point, that looks like my only option. I hate this guy. And the question is, why is my friend bailing on me after I helped her find Because you wanted to fuck your friend and you never said so. That's I why. interpreted it as a same-sex friend, but maybe that... Yeah, I was interpreting it as a same-sex friend. Oh, I, thought no. it was a, I thought it was a girl writing about yeah, a girl. Yeah, I thought it was a girl writing okay. about a girl, but too. But that's, that's, that's a good... I guess that revealed a lot about men. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, fuck this. Fuck this guy. No, yeah, actually, like, that's, a, that's a interesting take to think that it's a guy writing about a girl. That sounded like a guy to me. That'd be... Yeah, I'm still on the page that it was a girl. I I truly think it's a girl, but yeah. let me let me hear why you're so angry about this guy. Because I it just it's like the script for a platonic orbiter of just like <laughs> I'm just in her I just infiltrating her life. Yeah. And and just working my little tendrils. I can into see. Her. I can completely see what you're talking about. It's a very yeah. like nice guy kind of pr- right. person. That's like, oh, I did all and this stuff she, for her, and now she she's betrayed me. hanging out with all these other people, and I'm like left in the dust. Like, <sighs> I can see it that way for sure. So I think I I can understand why Matt would interpret it or or read it as a guy because that does sound very much like dudes I've heard complain about mm-hmm. girls that they were trying to befriend and then they ended up leaving. <laughs> Thoughts, Brittany? Do we have names? Well, I wasn't... No, we don't. So I literally don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but you would think that her and I would interpret it as a guy because we've probably experienced that more often True. than you guys have. So that's just very funny. <laughs> that's true. That also, really- however, I will counterpoint in my experience, most of the girls I know are not as sensitive to platonic orbiting as I am as an outsider seeing it. Oh, no, I'm very aware when stuff like that is. I'm getting fun. better at it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to adult. Yeah, like, pe- with, like, the, uh, the friend zone term, that's actually very offensive. Right. But, yeah. I, uh, can, I can see this being, like, a very conservative girl who's, like, very controlling in the friendship and just wants... I just feel like the phrase, I love Sally and consider her a dear friend, is not a male phrase. I can see that. Really? Yeah. As a guy? I, yeah, I could see that as a guy, too. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, mean, just, I just was, I still envision this person as a girl writing about a girl. She always drinks and parties and looks for companions. I like how she refers to them as companions. companions. Yeah, well, you know. Or he or she. We all have our companions. That sounds like a guy to me. 
companion? She's always looking for uh, companions. <laughs> she just wants companionship. She just wants cheap companionship. <laughs> well, even if it is a girl, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to go. You, you know, people go through like parting phases and shit. Like yep. if she wants to go fuck around and and do that, then, you know, yeah, that's not your path. That's fine. You Maybe you guys will rekindle the friendship when you are in the same place, but obviously you're not in the same place right now. So, well, you know what? <laughs> Maybe that wasn't as valuable yeah. as you thought it was. If it is a girl, she sounds completely smothering. So it makes sense that her friend pulled away from Yikes. her. Yikes. Well, if it's a guy, does he not? Yeah, but it also is different. Also, yeah, <laughs> I don't it's smothering. different kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, there's like different intentions and shit happening. If it's, I think, male or female. I don't. Oh, maybe the girl's trying to fuck her. Also, I don't yeah, know. I, I thought. Like, well, she could be queer. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a possibility. Also, I didn't think about that. But you know, we'll never know. All right. Well, I think then that's it. So, as usual, if you have any advice that you want to ask us, reach out to us at uh, unsolicited advice podcast one at gmail.com. The number one. The number one. And uh, and we will answer your questions on an episode sometime in the future. Uh, sometimes it might take a while, even though no one else is asking us questions. That's but true. We've we gotten... That's true. We did get some solicited advice. Not through the email, but still. Nobody yeah, needs to know that. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been checking it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to edit that out also. So reach out to us. <laughs> this podcast is going to be half an hour. <laughs> like 30 minutes long. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, reach out to us through that, and uh, we will answer any questions that you have. And uh, thank you for listening, and don't overdo anything. See the sun rising off the shore of Thailand Would you ride in?